Coach Edelstein here, your celeb expert and your celeb savant. Celeb Savant is a weekly entertainment show. We have long-form career retrospective type interviews with celebrities, singers, actors, and industry experts. On this episode of Celeb Savant, I'll be speaking to Sydney B. Sydney was born in Nice, France, and is currently living in Los Angeles. He has traveled throughout the world, including living and making music with indigenous people on a small South Pacific island. Sydney has explored and immersed himself in almost every genre of music there is. From the house beats of Europe, through to the funk of Latin America, to the lyrical rap of the US, each type of music has imparted its unique music influence on Sydney, who now brings these styles together into an irresistible pop package. His slick, radio-ready tracks are accompanied by self-directed, fast-paced videos, making this artist a triple threat that's ready to take the center stage. With millions of views on YouTube and an international fan base, Sydney B is on the brink of the next level of worldwide success. Up next on Celeb Savant, we've got Sydney B. Where do we find you in the world? What's happened in your life and how are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. What's happening in my life? What's happening in my world? Uh, I'm releasing like a lot of new music and new contents these days. So I have like a new song that I just released that is in French that is called Scandal. Okay. Um, yeah, everything is like pretty much done. Pretty much been like an intense year for me. Uh, releasing like a lot of music, a lot of videos. Um, I have like a lot of singles ready, a lot of videos ready already, a lot of things coming for, for 2023. So I'm pretty excited. And, uh, yeah, so everything is kind of, kind of good. Everything like, uh, have like great response from, for the music. My last single, uh, No Rush, uh, is doing great. I can't wait to, to push a little more that, uh, that French music scandal because I think it's really good as well. And uh, yeah, we're going to continue like that, dropping like a single every month, every couple of months, along with a lot of uh, covers. I've made like a lot of covers. I might drop one. Matter of fact, I, I did like a lot of covers that I want to release in one uh, cover uh, album. Uh, and I made one from the song of Gala that is called Freed from Desire. Strangely enough, it became like the song of the French squad for the World Cup. So I'm going to release that, that video um so yeah like it's it's a it's a good uh a good synchronicity so um, i'm gonna release that along with other music covers i'm gonna release so like a lot of exciting news here coming up so the sydney b story when did you get motivated to start doing music and join the entertainment world i think like since i'm born i'm i'm an artist i think i was born an artist like i was singing in front of my tv uh when michael jackson was on I was like uh, all the time, like really entertaining to to my close friends and family. And uh, uh, in my hometown, they were calling me like the little Michael Jackson because yeah, all the, the like the village like party block parties and all all the things that I was like dancing, singing, and I don't really have like a family of artists, but like it was really strange to to my parents that I had like was so inclined to being an artist. Then I I I was like a, a shy actor in France as well, so I did like a lot of plays. I did a, a, a few uh, a few TV TV shows and stuff like that. And then uh, yeah, I dived like more into music. I, I had like a, a rap band um, back in the days, like uh, in French. 
that was my first experience with a band so i, I, I was like uh, doing like a, a, a lot of like different tour with that rap band but i was very young i was like in my like yeah perhaps like 14 15 years old then i started to travel a lot so that's that's so my other passion is also traveling so i started to travel a lot I lived in London and I started like to write in English and I was like more influenced by the sound of of London. Perhaps this was more electro, like dubstep. And so, yeah, I got really inspired by all my, my travels. And, and um, then, um, yeah, so I started to write in English. I started to produce more. I've been producing from very young age, like on PlayStation, you know, back in the days, like yeah. you had like first thing on playstation and all so i i really dived into that like at a very very young age and uh pushing everything at the same time because i also had like an eye for for videos and for me i just like take like artistry as a whole you know like uh not only music but also like expressing things like true true images and all that stuff so yeah, it was like very, very early and I knew I wanted to do that and I always like felt like very good on stage. So I knew it was my my calling, yeah. So you mentioned producing for PlayStation, covering other artists' tracks and producing your own stuff. The difference between the three? Um, I think what I really like and I think that's why I'm really taking a lot of, of pride from is, is being able to do a track from beginning to end. And... Uh, that's always something that I really like because um, I have like the old music in mind, that old song in mind, and 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 the fact that I can uh, just like produce it, like write it, sing it, and then even push it more, like further, like also like make the videos for it, edit it, and do it all. And um, I think it's uh, yeah, it's like more to me like uh, yeah, like that craftsmanship of like being able like to do everything on your own it's something that people don't give a lot of values these days but i do because i think it's it's pretty interesting because you really follow your your main idea and and what you had in mind and um and uh, i also love to collaborate of course but i think also it's an asset for me to being able to do all that the difference for me is uh, uh between producing writing I put a lot of emphasis on my writing as well because mm-hmm. I, I really think that an artist should have a message. Even though my music uh, talks a lot about love, I think also it's the strong message that I want to convey because in this day and age, I feel that everything is so dark and everything. You know, people like live like a very tough life and and even the music industry these days, I feel it's very dark. And uh, that's why also it's my my fight to come back with like love songs and things that just make the people happy, make the people dance. Uh, I put a lot of emphasis on my lyrics. I like to have like, uh, you know, like different levels of of of, uh, of, of saying the lyrics, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you can see it just like on the, on the more like superficial level. But then when you dive a little more into it, you're going to notice that I talk a lot about social issues, about like... Uh, uh, what is it to to be like a, a man or a woman or like how is it to love somebody? And I think it's it's important in this day and age because like the I think the the love songs and it's it's what people like. I notice like on my love songs a lot of people react very well to it because they say yeah that feels like something we we didn't hear like since the 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 eighties nineties. I think it's something that it's a feeling that people want back. I don't know if the industry can see it. I think they were more like uh, stuck in the the darkness and the 
the more uh, I would say uh, consumerism type of of music and everything is to buy, everything is to sell. But I like to go back to more natural and real feelings, and that's why I, I try to do like uh, when I, I start making music. Yeah. And when you write your own tracks, do you ever collaborate with someone else, or do you always write for yourself? I often do it for myself, but I also like to collaborate with other people. So I'm very open-minded with collaborating with other artists. Uh, lately, um, I collaborated with a, a friend of mine that is called Mr. Mustache. That is a an artist from uh, a Czech Republic who uh, is very very good with French house. And um, also uh, uh, all the electro, you know, like we kind of part of the same, uh, I would say, like uh, family of, of, of sound, like, you know, like that French house, Daft Punk, Justice, all that stuff. So um, we collaborated on uh, an upcoming track that is called Out of My League that is going to be out pretty soon. Uh, we already collaborated together for another song that that is one of, of my fans' favorite which is called Modern, Modern Love. I think we have like always like very good collaboration together because we, yeah, we share the same, uh, the same vision on, on the music. Uh, I also collaborated a lot with another artist called Le Wanderer, that is also a French artist who now is living in Sweden. So I, I've made like a lot of, of tracks with him, a lot of songs with him. Somebody that I also like to to, to work with. And then uh, I always like to collaborate with other musicians. Like mm -hmm. that's very important to me because I, I make all the production, but I don't really consider myself as a musician. So I always like to bring on musicians in my sessions, like people who can really add values to the music, like a guitar player who has like, that funky sound and uh, uh, I have also like a, a, a very good friend of mine that is like a, a funky the real funky man from New Jersey like he's called um, uh, his name is Scott Allen he lives in France as well in uh, and I really love to collaborate with him as well because he really has that groove he used to play for for Prince and for like really big names in in the industry and he really has it you know I call him my Nile Rogers because you know he's the type of guy who you know, he's like that black dude from New Jersey, now living in France, but he has that soul in him, you know, like just like pick up a guitar and with like two riffs, it's just like create the magic. So that's what I really like. I like to collaborate with like real musicians because I don't really consider myself as a real musician. I'm more like of a producer and songwriter. So I think they always bring something to the table yeah, and, and, and push the track further, you know. And your top five to bucket list people you'd like to collaborate with, who are they? Oh, I've got like uh, a few people I would love to collaborate with. Like it's too bad that Daft Punk is not doing it anymore because yeah. like it would have really been like something in my lane. Musically, I think uh, it's something that really fits with, with what I do. I always really love Jamiroquai. Mm -hmm. uh, I think also that would be like an amazing feat, like, like one of my dream uh, featuring along with all the people like that listened to when I was growing up, I think the only one that still remained would be Stevie Wonder. Okay. That's really my, um, yeah, that, that was, that was really like the, the things that I was listening when I was uh, a little boy, like Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson and uh, George Michael. Yeah. I already had like a lot of references like to my music with like George Michael. So I see like a lot of people from the eighties. I'll be honest with you, I don't really listen to modern music too much. It's kind of, uh, uh, <laughs> I know people don't really like when I say that, but I, I don't uh, really 
feel the soul in it too much. So okay. uh, I listen to all type of music, but more so, more uh, like jazz and more like uh, classical music. And when I listen to modern music, I would listen more to new disco and a new house. I'm, I'm, uh, the new music that I'm listening to is more electro. That's where I get like the most of of the yeah the, the feel that I have from music. Uh, so I would think about like some people in electro, um, like, uh, yeah, like the new, the new heads of electro, like for example, Chromio or, um, uh, I also like, well, another guy that is not really electro, but I think Tame Impala is, is a really okay. good artist as well. And I really like his style and, uh, what he brings as well. That is like this mix between like the seventies. I really like this, this type of artists when you cannot really la- label them. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's funky, sometimes it's rock. So I, I like that. I feel like I'm the type of artist as well that like to go further from the labels uh, and try to make my own music. And that's what I like, for example, in my upcoming music is like people say, wow, it's really like a good mix between all your style. You know, like I started with hip hop, then I dive into electro music. I always have the love for funky music. So I like those type of artists that really um, go like true genres, and uh, yeah, I think like Tame Impala is a, is a is a is a good one. I also like an artist that is very very controversial right now is Kanye West. Okay. Uh, so you know, like I see this guy also as a as a as a trendsetter. I know he has he doesn't have a <laughs> good press at all, but I just see like on the artist side, it always has been something somebody who, who transcended the the trends, and and uh, I think he's. Uh, is is great. He's a great, uh, great guy. And of course, there yeah, there's like a couple more. Like for example, I really like Calvin Harris. I think this guy is uh, also like same way, like a, a trend set, a trendsetter. Uh, he always come up with something that would set the trend for the years to come. He's always like very on point with his production, very on point with his hooks and. Yeah, I mean, that would be a dream of mine, like to be featured on one of his albums, because I think he's the guy who perhaps uh, keep that that funk alive along what was doing Daft Punk with the electro. Yeah, I think he's the guy in the electronic world that that keeps that that funk alive. He always like have like Pharrell Williams on his tracks and all those like funky dudes. And uh, it's somebody that I really like as well, like like Calvin Harris, yeah. When you're producing for yourself compared to another artist, which do you prefer? And what is the process when you're producing for another artist? I think it's a mix. You need you need to really like feel what the artist is about, but also you need to bring on your own flavor to it. Yeah. And uh, I, I like to be in charge, to be honest with you, because like I kind of feel like if the artist want me to produce a track for them, that they they trust they trust my my own vision and the process. Uh, I like the old school way of producing music, you know, like Quincy Jones and and uh, you know, like I like the fact that being like a producer is like being like a director of a movie. Yeah. So the director of a movie has the whole movie in his head, and then he just bring on the actors, he just bring on the the different people that will help to make the movie happen. I mean that uh, that way when I produce for somebody, I say I, I, I tell the artist to trust my vision, and I'm gonna use them more like if I was using like a, a superstar actor, you know, like if I had, for example, Tom Cruise or uh, Jennifer Lawrence in my movie, I would I would say okay, trust the process, and I'm I'm gonna uh, model this to have something that is that is amazing, and I think also like an artist 
like usually um, is should be good with like you know having some type of direction but they also should be good with understanding where the project is going so i'm not the type of guy i don't really like the producers who use the singer as they feel if they were like an instrument for example because it happened to me sometimes when when i was performing as a singer for other producers i don't like to be used as an instrument i also like to understand the process where the track is going and uh, also i know what it takes to to perform so I know sometimes uh, that's I think that's my forte as well as a producer is also being a, a singer myself is I don't push the the people when I know it's not a good day for example and I think that's why like young producers don't really understand with certain artists is sometimes it's not a good day sometimes they're not in the mood sometimes the voice is not there sometimes you know there are so many factors and I really like to let the thing flow naturally so if it works, if the magic happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, okay, let's just like record for now, for example, the, the background tracks, and then we go on to the lead later on. So uh, I really like the process to be, to feel very natural and feel like, you know, like that the artist is comfortable. Because like when you're performing, especially on the vocals, being comfortable with somebody, being a booth, I know so many times with me, like, you know, like I, 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 I got inside a booth with producers and after the first take, they're like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? No, it's not the way it works. You have to lead, let the artists like get in the flow. You have to let them express themselves. And one day is going to work like, like magic. In 20 yeah. minutes, everything is done. Another day is more difficult, but it's okay. Like you can just go back to it later on. And so that's why I really like all, all the time to get that magic. Because I think that's what the producer needs to do. Like get the magic from the artists, get the magic from the musicians. And uh, also be there from beginning to end, from from the mix, the master, all that is so important. I really like to overview like everything when I'm producing the track because I'm responsible for the final product at the end. It's interesting when you speak of the magic, it's like an energy. And if the producer is pushing the artist too heavily, that energy gets shut down, compressed. So I understand completely what you're saying. It's about an energy exchange and understanding the energies in the room. At the end of the day, like music is energy, music is frequencies, music is is fun. And uh, that's why, you know, I never compromise the fun of music for anything else, for money or for fame or for working with people that I don't like. To me, music should be fun. Otherwise, I would just do something else, you know. Yeah. And that's why I also say to people like, I don't like when people like force themselves doing it, force themselves to collaborate with somebody because it's going to bring them something to the table. And uh, I'm not the type of guy who think that way. You know, I think the music, I place the music first. So to me, the music is the most important. I really value the music. You know, I'm, 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 I'm maybe super old school, but like back in the days, like to me, music means something, really yeah. means something. And uh, it really can change the life of somebody. It can really affect the people more than I think any other art because even in in, uh, in movies you you have music for a reason because it drives a certain emotion. So if right off the bat you go and you make it like difficult, you make it like you know like and you want it to be like too perfect and you want it no like music needs to express them itself and sometimes it doesn't need to be too perfect. Me, I'm, I don't really like when music is too perfect, when the mix is like too clean, when, you know, because I think it takes off a lot of emotion out of out of that. I think emotion should be first and and it starts in the booth, you know, like if the artist is, 
is relax if the artist like that's where you give the best of yourself you know like it's when you relax and when you do your thing you know back in the 80s 70s 90s we had cds cassettes vinyl they are making a comeback gratefully but now we've got the streaming platforms what is your perception of the way people are now consuming music i think it's very sad it's very sad because like i say i value music so much that it kind of hurt me that music is undervalued like it is right now, you know, and because, and, and everything is everything, you know, like I also understand why music is undervalued because the quality of the music is not good at all. Like uh, it cannot be all the time just uh, 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 something that is uh, um, superficial and then you listen in the background. And what I do sometimes, for example, when I invite people to my place, I've got very good speakers in my, in my mm-hmm. place and I just sit them where I sit for my mix. And I play them some records, from some records from the 70s, some records. And I see their eyes like brighten and they're like, wow, it feels like it's the first time that they're really listening yeah. to music. And that's what the difference between this day and age and back in the days. I think now music is just a background noise for people. So they're going to listen to it when they go to the gym. They're going to listen to it in the car. Gonna, but they're not going to listen to it anymore. Yeah. Like when yeah. you sit down back in the days and when you were putting a record, you were paying that thing like a certain price. They were like, and you were like listening, like sitting down, putting on the records. And like for an hour and a half, you were listening to the music. And I think that is the main difference right now with Spotify. I mean, Spotify, you have to be on there. That's why I don't like you have this type of monopoly of that industry when you have to do things. And yeah. this is something that I don't really like at all. There is another very controversial artist that I like these days. That is his name is Tom McDonald's. Is a is a rapper and uh, well hate it or love it because it's very controversial in his lyrics. But I like the way he does because he really put like his um, career in his own hand. Meaning that now now he just released like two albums, like CD albums, and he's yeah. not on Spotify. And he has like million of followers and he's doing a thing. And I think we, it's good to have artists like that who who come back to the fact that okay. This is music. You have to put value into it because people don't understand what it takes to be an artist. They don't understand what it takes to make a song. It takes sometimes months to make a song. We like it's a lot of effort, and it feels weird that you just put it on Spotify and people will just listen to it. If you don't get on playlist, your your music never gonna see the light of the day, and it's very frustrating for an artist because it feels that music has no value. I like the fact that music can be listened everywhere. I like the fact that Spotify makes it easy for people to access any music in the world. But of course, it devalued the music a lot. So I wish we could go back to a little, you know, like middle point where people just go back to really listening music. Like when you listen, for example, to Queen's recording, like sometimes I just listen to all like seven, like seventies music, like, and you hear like every details and it's, it's an experience. Something that is, it's so different than just having the music playing in the background. And I wish more people, especially like the young people get into that thing, like really going back to putting on a CD, sitting down. And the only thing that you do is just listening. Well, the whole thing is an experience back in the day because you saved your money, you went to the store or you ordered it, and it was unwrapping the packaging, looking at the pictures, looking at the song words. It was a whole experience, and now that is gone for a lot of people. And you had to choose. I remember even like back in the days, like uh, when I was going to the store and I wanted to buy singles, 
my mom wouldn't buy me like like 20 single they would buy mm. me like two three or four yeah. so i had to choose i had to be and so i was looking at them i was looking at what was the remixes on there what was and it was like a choice so i put value into it and when you get back home you listen to them and you listen to them over and over again for weeks and you know all the details of it and i think it's a much more uh, intense experience and you have something with the artist and then you want to go really go and see the artist is just not one guy that you heard like this yeah so um, i think little by little we should go back to to that like like really that experience of of putting time and and valuing the music a little more i don't know if you know last year the first time in 21 years cd sales went up did you know that i didn't know that yeah but, uh, that's coming back, you know, like uh, uh, in life as everything, I, I really trust what we call like the rubber band effect. I think yeah. when you pull something to the extreme too much, it will come back anyway. Yeah. And I feel like people are, are fed up to having such low quality, I would say like industrial way of making music. And, and it's very industrial. That's why I kind of like set myself apart from the LA scene and everything, because I was seeing that everything was so industrialized, you know, in the way you do even music. Oh, no, you have to have that hook at that time. You have to have this at that time. And, and little by little, you, you notice that everything is the same. You know, like it, the music is the same, the, the the thing is the same, and people don't have the that feeling anymore, and they crave for it. Especially like the people who, who knew the music back in the days and how everyone was different. For example, I was a big fan of rap back in the days. I was listening to hip hop all the time, and now I don't even listen to hip hop anymore. I mean, I, I don't have a hear for it anymore because I feel everything sounds the same. Like they all sound the same. This rapper about the same thing. They have the same hook. They have the same beats. He, like everything is so is so so much the same and. And when people get to that point, and I see that in movies as well, every movies that I see, I, I have the feeling that I wrote the script because everything is kind of the same. So people are fed up with that. And I think uh, we're going to go back little by little to a more local scene, more people with like very strange and, and different music and different movies and something that feels like a little more that coming from a place of like heart and art instead of a place of like industrial like consumerism and let's try to make the big buck and all that stuff so i'm hopeful for the future then the the cd is going to come back the vinyl is going to come back because people need that stuff so i'm going to put you on the spot now i know if i ask you this question in two minutes 20 minutes or tomorrow your answer will be different but your top five go-to songs by other artists in this moment Ooh, okay well this is put me on the spot these days, what I'm listening to, uh, perhaps because I, I listen to so much stuff. So let me see. I'm going to tell you. Um, I listen a lot of, uh, like I say, these days, I listen to a lot of new disco. Well, I like Breakbots a lot. Okay. Uh, I can tell you, like, uh, for example, Steel Waters. And I really like Breakbots. Uh, I'm listening also to, you see, like, if I look at what I'm listening lately, I have Best of 80s, because <laughs> I, I, I like also to put myself back in the 80s, because yeah. like that's the type of music that gives me good feeling. Uh, I was like driving this this weekend, so uh, I like to drive like listening to some 80s. I like to drive listening to some 70s rock. If I can give you some names, uh, well, it's all, all we, we know them all, you know, like, uh, well, I have like I have some Van Allen, uh, yeah. I get some yeah. Soft Cell, uh, <laughs> I get some... Uh, Simple Minds, uh, Simply Red. Well, all the people that I listen to from the 70s, 80s. Also, because I, like I say, I pay attention a lot of the writing. 
And to me, the song that really that really stuck are from like the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s. So I like to listen to the lyrics of their songs. I don't really find a lot of meanings with a song of today. So I'm not going to be the type of guy who's going to give you like the last hot things because I don't really pay attention too much about it. I know sometimes it's a, a bad thing that I, I, I should perhaps like pay more attention. What I really like as well from that new scene, let me think, because I have a couple of guys that I like. Well, FKJ, dude, like uh, from uh, from France yeah. as well. I think he's pretty talented. Who I also listen to from very modern modern music. Not really anything that is like too pop. Uh, I like uh, uh, some of the French pop as well. For example, L'Imperatrice, uh, that is pretty good. I also like, uh, well, I don't listen, I didn't really quite like this his last album as much, but I think he's, he's a very good uh, representative of the French music, is Tromae, that I think is a, is, is a, is a guy that uh, also I value because he, he really put on the forefront like the, the French music, he really brought back that, that uh, also those lyrics. Of course, I always go back to, to my classic Prince, I I like to inspire myself from the best, you know, like yeah. Uh, yeah. the music is so rich. For example, a, a track that I really like for the people, I make them I make them sit down here in my on my chair with my two speakers and I put them jam from Michael Jackson. And I put them loud, loud, very loud, because like I want them to understand like the power of music and the power of like of a well, not even well, like a fantastic mixed song, you know, that is mixed like to the best, that is mastered to the best. And every time I put them here and I, I put jam like very loud, you know, you feel all the snares, all the bass, and it's just like go through your body like freaking knives, you know, and they're like, whoa, and they're like, you know, they're not used to that, you yeah. know. And um, that's why I, li- I like to listen to the old stuff because the way the music is mixed, that was done with like very like uh, analog like console and all that stuff like that. They ha- it has something, it has a hit that it's hard for me to find in that the new music. You know, it's very, everything is very well mixed now, but the, that analog sound that everything is, is made like in those big studios and, and uh, yeah, I really like to do that. Usually it's it's one of like one of my favorite that I like to people to sit down. And I really notice, like I say, in the eye of people that the view on music changes. Like when they go out of my studio, they're like, wow, like I live something different, you know, like. Yeah, it's an experience. An experience, a total experience, yeah. a total different experience. But also as well, you mentioned Spotify, but I also you know, back in the days, we used to listen to music in a very much better, like hi-fi uh, uh, yeah. uh, systems and something that really was was giving you the, the music. You know, we're not listening on our iPod, uh, yeah. uh, 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 here, uh, earplugs. And uh, uh, so I think also that is different. It's like, what is your way to listen to music? When I really want to listen and record, I know I have my studio, I've got my professional speakers and they translate everything I want to hear. And also I think this is important. People don't buy music systems anymore. Like we used to, you know, everyone where you used to go to places, everyone has that, like that big Sony system that was like an amazing sound. And also this is different. Like, like how do you listen to music? Is it only through like your, your speakers from your car or do you have like a system really where you listen to music? Cause yeah. this is also the experience. Yeah, absolutely. Sydney, the podcast is listened to throughout the world. Um, my main listening audiences are the UK, USA, Australia, South Africa, 
So as a final listen, uh, message to the listening audience, what would you like to say? Well, I would like to well preach a message of unity, you know, between like people. I think, you know, the, the I've made like a, a, a song with a, a rapper from L.A. that is called Dividing to Rain uh, that I didn't drop yet because it's very, very controversial. But I think like people need to come together. You know, I travel in all the world and, and I lived in a tribe like... Uh, in the, the, the most remote place in the world. And I know this, like everywhere in the, in the world, you can find people who are like yourself, you know? So to me, it's very important now to preach a message of unity and of love. And, you know, like this word love, I think has been like mistreated. And, you know, like everything now is set to, to, to put us apart, like uh, political views or like uh, now the, the different, like, is color skins that I don't like to word, use the word race because to me there's just one one single race but anyway so I don't like when people are dividing themselves so much when we have like so much in common so yeah. I would love to invite like everyone to go and talk to your neighbors travel go and talk to other people that you think are, are, are not the same and, and find common grounds with them and unite you know like unite because at the end of the day, like we're all living like some some difficult times, you know, and uh, I think uh, that's what the, that's what what's what is the message that I want to convey in my music, you know, like uh, that life can be joyful, then life can be uh, about like loving, like and life can be about like acceptance and unity, you know, like whatever you you do and wherever you are, you know. So that's why I want to preach like to everyone in the world is like yeah, like just let's be united like let's just see like what bring us together instead of like what take us apart <laughs>